in the wake of the Kermit Gosnell grand jury report showing what a charnel house the Gosnell Clinic was, the legislators of Louisiana debated and enacted laws designed to protect the health of women seeking abortions in their state. The Gosnell report, quote, concluded that closer supervision would have uncovered Gosnell's egregious health and safety violations. Gosnell had a medical license, but it is doubtful that any hospital would have given him admitting privileges, end quote. The Louisiana legislature heard testimony from affected women and emergency room doctors about abortionists' record of abandoning their patients. One woman was hemorrhaging and she was told by her abortionists, you're on your own, get out. The, women, the woman went to a hospital where an emergency room doctor removed baby body parts that the abortionist had left in her body. Chief Justice John Roberts and the four Democrat-nominated justices ruled in favor of the abortionists this week and against these women and their elected representatives in Louisiana. I'm Gail Trotter, a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. I aim to keep you informed and also to be your spokesman in Washington, D.C. I have three points to share with you today about this latest Supreme Court ruling in June medical services. Point one, the Supreme Court treats made up constitutional rights better than a right that is in the literal text of our Bill of Rights. Justice Breyer this week wrote the majority opinion in June Medical, striking down Louisiana's requirement for abortionists to get hospital admitting privileges. Justice Breyer's opinion includes a map of Louisiana to illustrate the, quote, undue restriction, the undue burden on abortion from this law. Abortion, as everyone knows, is a made-up right appearing nowhere in the Constitution. However, the right of the people to keep and bear arms is in the text of the Bill of Rights. It is one of four instances where the Constitution guaranteed a, quote, right of the people. Justice Breyer dissented from the D.C. versus Heller Second Amendment case. He said in that Heller case, that local law may ban private possession of any operable firearm because, quote, adjacent states do permit the use of handguns for target practice, and those states are only a brief subway ride away from D.C. Justice Breyer and his company called this a minimal burden on the Second Amendment right to bear arms. Only in the warped cuckoo land of the living constitution crowd do invented out of thin air rights get better protection than the rights guaranteed in our Bill of Rights. I'm gonna link down below to the opinion of the Supreme Court in June Medical Services for your reference. My second point that I wanna share with you is that if you look at that decision, it's very important to understand Justice Thomas's dissent 
he speaks so clearly and his, he has impeccable legal reasoning in his dissent. And I want to quote a few passages for you from his dissent. Quote, the plurality, meaning the justices who upheld the abortionist point of view in June Medical Services, the plurality and the chief justice ultimately cast aside the jurisdictional barrier to conclude that Louisiana's law is unconstitutional under our precedents. But those decisions that created the right to abortion out of whole cloth without a shred of support from our Constitution's text. Now, what Justice Thomas is talking about here is a very important constitutional safeguard. If you look at the three articles that deal with the president, the legislature, and the judiciary, Article 3 is the article of the Constitution that gives our courts the powers that they have, but they have power to hear cases and controversies. And a part of that understanding is the standing of the plaintiff to come and ask for redress from the court. So in this case, the abortionists came to the court to try and get the lower courts and ultimately the Supreme Court to strike down Louisiana's law trying to protect the health of women. In this case, making sure that abortionists had admitting privileges at hospitals and that they weren't just going rogue and not respecting the health of women. So in this case, the abortionists were saying they had standing to ask for their rights to be observed because they were making the argument for the women who otherwise would not be able to get abortions in Louisiana because of this law. But that's not the way that standing is supposed to work. You're not supposed to be able to vindicate the constitutional rights of others if you are not seeking redress yourself because on, under article three it has to be a case or controversy and the supreme court has gone back and forth in this and it seems like they apply it when it helps them and they ignore it when it's inconvenient to them so justice thomas was calling them out on the standing issue in his dissent to the plurality opinion I think the most important line in this will echo through history as a very important acknowledgement by a Supreme Court justice. He said, our abortion precedents are grievously wrong and should be overruled. So he is talking about the entire chain of case law that has come before the Supreme Court that the Supreme Court has decided on the abortion issue. So that would, would start with Roe v. Wade, and it would go through uh, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, Carhartt, all of these different cases that the Supreme Court continues to hear on abortion. You might remember on the abortion issue that the left that pushed this kept saying, well, if the Supreme Court decides it, then it's settled law, then we don't need to have a national discussion about this anymore. It's a constitutional right, and you're un-American if you don't support the constitutional right to abortion. Well, Justice Thomas is standing up like that woman on the soccer team who refused to kneel when every single other person on her soccer team kneeled during the national anthem. And she stood up, she was courageous, and she said, I'm not gonna be counted against my country. She didn't say those actual words, 
but by her standing up and being the only one on the soccer team to stand up, she's clearly communicating that she is a person of courage and she is gonna stand up for her convictions and she's not just gonna go along with the mob or with popular opinion or with elites. And I'd say, I would say Justice Thomas is doing the same thing here by putting this in his opinion. Our abortion precedents are grievously wrong and should be overruled. He goes on to say, quote, but it is fair to wonder whether gun vendors would expect to receive the same privilege as abortionists if they seek to vindicate the Second Amendment rights of their customers. And Justice Thomas, I love this line, he's got great wit. He said, given this court's ad hoc approach to third party standing and its tendency to treat the Second Amendment as a second class right, their time would be better spent waiting for Godot. And I completely agree with Justice Thomas. This court with the liberals and with Chief Justice John Roberts coming into play and siding with the liberal block of the uh, Supreme Court, they do treat the Second Amendment like a second class right. And remember, we talked a few weeks ago about how the Supreme Court declined to take up 10 different Second Amendment cases. And yet here they are striking down a Louisiana law that is trying to go towards the state's very imperative uh, purpose of protecting the health and safety of its citizens. They're striking down this law. And it's not even the women who are asking Louisiana, the women seeking abortion, asking the Supreme Court to strike down the Louisiana law. It's the abortion doctors. It's the abortionists. So the third point that I want to share with you is that in this case, Chief Justice John Roberts protects abortion and not women. I'm going to link down below to an article by one of my favorite writers and a former federal prosecutor, Andy McCarthy. This article is entitled, Roberts Sides with High Court's Left Block to Safeguard Abortion. Quoting from Andy, the Chief Justice didn't just protect abortion, he went out of his way to protect it. So this is one of these cases like the Obamacare decision where Chief Justice John Roberts had a very easy path to showing that Obamacare was unconstitutional. And he came up with this very tortured reasoning to try and uphold Obamacare. And we're seeing the fruits of this now because Chief Justice John Roberts said that Obamacare was constitutional because he inferred that there was a tax and Congress has the power to tax and he viewed the Obamacare scheme as a tax, even though the Obama administration said that it was a not a tax and part of how they got it passed through Congress was saying that it wasn't a tax. But here's yet another example in this June medical services where Chief Justice John Roberts wouldn't even have to address the abortion issue. He could just dismiss the case based on this standing issue, that it wasn't the women in Louisiana who were seeking abortions who, who tried to get the state to strike down the law. It was the abortionists, and they did not have standing. So McCarthy points out, I think this is a really good observation of Andy McCarthy. He points out that a year ago, Chief Justice John Roberts upheld the constitutional right of a property owner to sue a local co co government for just compensation, despite a prior Supreme Court ruling that said that in a similar case, 
states, this plaintiff couldn't sue, meaning the Chief Justice disregarded the legal principle of stare decisis to vindicate the rights of the property owner in this case that was decided a year ago. However, in this abortion case this week, Chief Justice John Roberts used that same legal pr principle that he rejected just a year ago, stare decisis, as the rationale for protecting abortion from even a minimal regulation. As McCarthy wrote, Roberts clung to stare decisis, the principle of upholding precedent in order to protect the putative right to abortion, a wholesale invention of willful progressive justices that is bereft of constitutional grounding. Now, McCarthy notes that four of the justices reliably vote as a block whenever doing so is necessary to advance the left's agenda or to hold ground previously won. So people comment to me a lot about why our why are so many of our judges, not just on the Supreme Court, but in the federal judiciary generally, why are they such squishes? Why, when there are these easy cases that don't even implicate the larger issue, why don't they vote the way that they should based on their judicial philosophy that got them on the court courts in the first place. And McCarthy is so right in saying the, the left, they make everybody else go along with their agenda. And that's what they're trying to accomplish by putting judges on the feder, federal bench. And for some reason, justices from Republican presidents they tend to veer to the left. They tend to go along with their leftist justices or judges. So he, Andy McCarthy says, together, the, the leftist block plus Chief Justice John Roberts, they denied the state of Louisiana its sovereign power to regulate medical practice in furtherance of its indisputable interest in preserving life. And Andy McCarthy and many other commentators have pointed out that Chief Justice John Roberts dissented in a very similar case in 2016 called Whole Women's Health versus Hellerstadt. But now Chief Justice John Roberts says that he is bound by that precedent that he found incorrect only in 2016. This is not a case that a lot of people have relied on. This is not a decades old case. It's a ridiculous conclusion that he reaches. Annie McCarthy writes, the court's June medical services ruling is not about the law. It is about politics, as these late June decisions often are. Roberts was fine with dissenting in an abortion case four years ago when there was no chance that his side would prevail. But the left and the media Democrat complex would go into meltdown if the court were to approve significant restrictions on abortion democratically enacted by elected officials. Regardless of what the correct constitutional analysis may be, Roberts is not going to allow himself or the institution under his leadership to be subjected to such condemnation. Conservative condemnation? He'll take that in stride, but not the rebuke of the highbrow. I just feel like that could not have been said more clearly how Annie McCarthy said that 
there is this idea that Chief Justice John Roberts is trying to preserve the institution of the Supreme Court. He's happy to take criticism from the side that elevated him to the bench, but he doesn't want criticism from the left or from the elite, just like he did in the DACA case last week. Andy McCarthy goes on to write, Democrats fully grasp that the court is a political institution. Their supporters demand that they see it as a vehicle for imposing the left's policy agenda. Their senators con conduct confirmation hearings that way and their judges decide cases that way. They do not see the court as an institution for deciding legal cases under the law. They see it as a tool for achieving results that they can then portray as immutable constitutional mandates. And it's not just with abortion, it's with all of the wish list of the left's agenda. And this is such a huge, huge disappointment to the people who care about the constitution, care about the rule of law, that we want a, law, we want a government of laws and not of men. So this should have been a unanimous decision in favor of Louisiana's power to regulate abortion in furtherance of women's health, or the case should have been thrown out for lack of standing on the part of the abortionists, like, like Justice Thomas's dissent. Either way, we now have more bad law from the Supreme Court, and we have Chief Justice John Roberts to blame. The five to four holding in this case shows yet again how important it is to have judges and justices who are fair, independent, and faithful to the Constitution. Every single justice counts. If the left had its way, the decision would have disregarded the Louisiana law and would have been nine to zero in favor of the abortionists. We need two more strong conservatives who are independent, fair, and faithful to the Constitution on the court to neutralize the wobbly justices. Remember that in November. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe below, hit the bell, and please comment on any topics that you would like me to cover in the future. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.